this is Prophecy Now. I'm Liberty, your host from Spirit Move Ministry. Let's just jump in and talk about times and seasons, prophecy, everything that God's doing right now, and what we need to be preparing for. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, it is Liberty here from Spirit Move Ministries. As you know, I might not have mentioned it because my last video was a repost, but I had planned on doing a part two to get your boat ready. And so if you're on our mass email list, if you're involved in anything that we do where we put it out on social media, then you will know that I said part two of get your boat ready was coming. And so this is part two. And I'm just going to jump into the word because there's a lot to say what is on God's heart, um, and so we're just going to jump into it. Um, I have someone here, a part of our ministry team, Elizabeth. Some of you guys would recognize her when you see her. She's going to hop in and share a story to go along with what we're talking about. I felt that a testimony would be very important um, to go with the word I'm about to release. Um, please stay with the word the whole way. Um, I'm not going to do a bunch of announcements. You should know by now what's going on. I love you. Glory Storm, Washington, D.C., who knows what else? January, probably revival again. I mean, we don't even know. There's lots of stuff happening, okay? Um, but you can go to the website or email us if you would like any info about any of those things that I'm not going to talk about, okay? Um, but basically, over the last few days, God's really been dealing with me. And honestly, it was on my heart uh, about a month and a half um, after I made the announcement we were moving to Texas. So I'm going to give you a little history for a second, and I'm going to go into the Word, but it's all together, so track with me, okay? Um, we do this class called, we call it the next class. I might change the name now here that we're in Texas, give it a, a different name or whatever. But it was a class I created that teaches everybody uh, how to understand our vision, what we believe, uh, how we agree with the Holy Spirit, um, our, our take on the end times, speaking in tongues, all that, because we're Pentecostal. So we talk about all those things, and then we also talk about structure, because it has to happen. We teach on the importance of tithing. We teach on the importance of being baptized in water, baptized in the Holy Spirit, honoring uh, communion, um, all those things that we would do on a regular basis. And so... Because I had planned on, I was like, we have leaders we've added to our team. And I told the staff, probably mid, maybe July, I told them, I said, we need to, I need to try to schedule a next class for all those on the ministry team that have, were never here to do the next class. It's required for every leader that's in our church to do the next class first. And so, um... I had planned on making that in, on my agenda once we got settled here. Um, but the Lord kept speaking to me about the subject of getting your boat ready. And the other night, that's why I released the word again, because he basically, I was laying there, it was late at night. I was just, not really late at night, but for me, laying around. I was just reading in my room, just, you know, relaxing before I get ready to go to sleep. And he said, you need to repost, get your boat ready, because there's people that haven't heard the word or, you know, they're not ready and they need to know the time is now because there's, there's things that are happening. I know we've been saying this for a year, you guys, 
but it's better to be prepared than not to be prepared. And so I re-released Get Your Boat Ready. Well, this is part two. I have never released this. This is brand new. Um, and I hope that you will watch it all the way through. And let me tell you ahead of time, you already know I'm probably gonna offend you. I don't mind doing that because I'm here to release the truth. And if somebody doesn't like it, that's between you and the Lord, amen? And my goal is not to purposely offend you, but I think sometimes I could possibly offend you and I'm okay with it. And so, um, and I know some of you might get offended at my sassiness. This is how I roll, you guys. People have asked, that have seen me preach in person have asked other people, so what is she like in person? And they said exactly the same. <laughs> Just as real and sassy as she is on her videos, okay? So um, here's the thing. As I said, I re-released -re the word and over the last couple of days, God's just been dealing with me um, about another way to secure the boat. And so he just keeps bringing back to me tithe and offering. Don't shut me off. Don't shut me down. I need you to listen. This is very important to your future security of your boat. And I'm being real, you guys. You already know I'm real with you. And um, I don't play games. We do what we do. If I have zero dollars in my bank account, I'm still going to say I'm going to Washington, D.C. because God said to do a Nehemiah prayer summit. And I'm going to believe before we get there, the money will show up to pay for us to go. That's how I roll. And so I'm not reliant. And most people who are truly walking in faith aren't, shouldn't be reliant on anything that wouldn't be what God wants to provide. But he has provided a way to provide for his kingdom. But we have to be obedient to it. So here's the word that I'm releasing for Get Your Boat Ready Part 2. God said this is not just for your leaders because I was gonna, I would have talked about, you know, maybe 15 minutes on this subject in the next class with my leaders. He said the whole body of Christ or who's willing to listen needs to hear the message. And it is a part of getting your boat ready. So this is basically what he said to me. Part of securing your boat is making sure that you're putting God first and his kingdom and participating in making sure, listen to my key words, making sure that his kingdom goes forward on the earth through the people he's calling to release in ministry. So what that means is, is ministries only, and don't tune me out, I promise you guys, you're gonna enjoy the message, just listen all the way through. Um, ministries only survive by donation. We don't necessarily make money. We sell the message on our shirts, but we don't make we don't make mega money with the shirts, you guys. The goal of the shirts is to get the message out. And the shirts, because we do tri-blend and there's a certain way we do it, we do nice quality stuff. Um, there's not a whole lot made on shirts. And so I'm letting you know that in general, ministries only survive off a of tithe and offering. And the only way we can do God's work is through donations from people that are faithful to God. So having said that, when let me reread this part to you, this first part of the word. Part of securing your boat, tell my people, part of securing your boat is to make sure that you're putting him first. 
Make sure that you're kingdom minded, basically. Make sure that uh, you're giving God a good reason for your boat to make it and not to sink. Because here's the thing. You can't expect God to say, I'm going to shower all this favor on you. The wealth transfer's coming from the wicked to the righteous. I've prophesied that. You can't expect the prophecies about us having the body of Christ, those who are on fire, who are spreading revival, who are going with the glory without hindrance. You can't expect them to do it with zero dollars. And so the Lord said, I will provide. This is what he spoke personally to me and to our ministry was that he will provide. Just go be obedient. I will provide. I have people in place that will make sure that the ministries that are doing what they're supposed to be doing and they're awake will succeed to bring in the harvest. And so, but he told me when he gave me this word, literally it was like three days ago, he was like, and then after I released, reposted, get your boat ready, he was like, my people need to understand this, this concept. Their boat is not secure. The, the protection isn't there if they're not putting me first. And you have to know, you can ask the leader next to me that's waiting to share her testimony. I do not want to necessarily, no pastor wants to teach on tithing, but I am also a different kind of person. <laughs> In ministry, I will tell you the truth because it will set you free and because it will bless you. So please, once again, finish listening very clearly. Security comes in many forms, the Lord said. Tithing is protection to my people. Tithe and offering are very important for securing your boat. Okay, you guys, I don't play games. I'm not going to tell you to send me $63.50 and you're going to get your miracle. We don't play games at Spirit Move, but I will tell you the truth for your own protection. Not in a weird way, I might be sassy, but not in a weird way, it's gonna be God's heart to you. And you need to know, I've had to learn all these lessons. Anything I teach you, I've had to learn the hard way, most of the time. And I'm very excited to re-release it to you, and hopefully you don't have to learn it the hard way, amen? We don't wanna have to do that. And so the Lord said, um, people need to understand when you're getting your boat ready, part of getting your boat ready is to make sure that you, you're financially set because he will not bless and give favor to people who are not on, honest and faithful to him. Now, I know you're probably saying, okay, well, that's not right. He's faithful even when we're not. Yes, but this is not what I'm talking about. He is faithful even when we're scared or we're, not, we're unsure or whatever. But what he's talking about in this message is when you, when you put priority on making sure God's kingdom can go forward and do the work, you guys, we can't survive without donations. No church or ministry can survive without donations. This is not about me. This is not about spirit move. God said this, there's a way bigger message that I'm supposed to be putting out here. And he said, there are other churches and ministries that need people to be faithful. It's not about me. You guys know me by now. I'm going to be real with you, but I'm not going to mess with your head. I'm going to tell you exactly what the Lord says and how it is. And so you need to know, this morning I was like, Ugh, do I really have to record this message? 
I said, because I'm pretty sure I'm gonna offend some people. You need to know that never stops me. But I did have a moment where I was like, maybe I'll wait till after Florida. And he's like, no, you're gonna record the word today because my people need to understand, they need to start being faithful to what I'm doing on the earth so that they can have protection when the storms are upon us. And he said, if they wanna be a part, and I'm being straight up with you, you guys, if, if you wanna be a part of the wealth transfer, he is not going to transfer the wealth from the wicked to the righteous if the righteous aren't even um, giving to see his kingdom manifest on earth. And what that means is if you're not if you're not giving your tithe, your 10% to your local church so they can keep doing God's work and doing what they've been called to do in their community to get people saved, if you're not even participating financially with that, I don't care if it's five bucks, you we have to participate with God. He needs our participation. Now, I'm not going to say God needs you. He, he'll do it anyway. But why? Why should he not count on his body to trust him enough with their money to be faithful to making sure that the pastors, the evangelists, everyone who's called to go do the work and leave their house and, and, and basically go do what we do and preach the gospel and baptize people. Not everyone's called to lead a ministry and do that. But there are certain people on the earth right now that God has chosen, like our ministry, to go do that. He said, my people have to participate because how are those ministries going to go do it without people being faithful to wanting my work to be done and manifested on the earth? So... I hope that was very clear, you guys. It's a little sticky here, but I can also, I get sweaty in the glory when I'm speaking, so my hair's already getting sweaty. Um, and I know that God is pleased with what I'm saying. And I will tell you this. He loves you so much. He wants you to be a part of the wealth transfer. He wants you to be able to say, I'm one of these that has favor. And I'm going to be covered even when it's famine or feast. Even if it's famine, I'll be covered. Because I have a protection that's not the anointing oil. It's not the pitch. It's not the, the faith behind building the boat. It's not the stored food. It's not the water you stored up and the ways to cook without electricity or whatever. It's not the physical items. But it's the protection and the blessing that comes with tithes and offering, with giving to see his kingdom grow. And that's what you do when you give. And the Lord said, there is a spiritual protection that people can't see with the naked eye that I have for them, but their boat is not secure if they are not faithful to me with their finances. They have to be faithful to me. They have to trust that that blessing that's invisible, it seems kind of invisible. It's not because we got stories. It seems a little bit invisible. It's not invisible, you guys. It is real. It, you will manifest blessing in your life like you've never known. So now I'm going to just take you through some points because I want you to get the real information and not just, you know, prophetic releasing of a word that he gave me basically. So what do we tithe on? What is tithing? It's 10% of any increase. 
that you bring into your, that God allows to come into your home. Okay. Many people will be like, well, I'm the one I go work that job. I'm successful. I'm the one that's done 16 hours a day and worked my rear off. Jesus didn't do that. You guys know I've actually heard that. I've actually had people say that to me. So why am I tithing when I'm the one working? And then as their pastor or their, uh, whatever you want to call me, their apostolic leader, I have to lovingly say, you got two legs? Do they work? Okay, I'm just being sassy now. Um, are you breathing? Did you wake up alive? Okay, God gave you life. He gave you salvation. He gave you everything to be able to go work. He gave you the, the ability and the gifting to go do that job amazingly for your paycheck. There is a man-made success and then there's a God-made success. A God-made success is going to have way more fruit if he's first. And so if we ever have the mindset, we're the ones doing it, you've are, you're already missing the point. Because God gives us the ability. He gives us life. He gives us breath. It's all him. It's all him. And so um, here is a list of the things. What are we to tithe on? So here's the list. You guys in your head, you can think of some other things. I'm sure you'll think of some things that I'm not going to hit. I'm going to hit the main things, okay? Um, from your job earnings, tax refunds, inheritances that you get given to you when someone passes away, the sale of items, the sale of a car, the profit from the sale, the sale of any real estate property, the profit, which would include the sale of land, homes, and other investments. I don't know, it could be any kind of weird investment you have. You put stocks in on something and you made 5,000 bucks back. Well, you're gonna tithe 500 of that to your church or to the ministry that is your church. Whatever you call where you get fed, okay? $500 automatically, before you spend a dime, gets set aside for Jesus, for his kingdom, to further his kingdom, okay? Um, large gifts given to you, stock market profit. So I can say the list again. Job earnings, tax refunds, inheritances received from loved ones who have passed away, the sale of items, cars, real estate, land, homes, other investments, large gifts given to you, and stock profit. And I'm sure some of you can think of some other ones. Giant yard sale. You made 2,500 bucks. 10% of that goes to God. And you're probably thinking, wow, that's extreme. No. We serve an extreme God who was ripped to shreds. Yep, I'm gonna go there so that you could be saved, so that you could receive the Holy Spirit, so that you could have a new life. Don't tell me we don't have to be tedious or we don't have to think about God with every increase and every blessing. So here's the thing. He needs us to understand this principle because when you have everyone in the body of Christ faithful to this principle, the kingdom of God has what it needs to keep going. God will provide other ways. But why, why, why put him through that? Why make him do something else because his people won't listen? Why? Why do that to him? Why let him look at this group of 20 people and go, 
Wow. There's so many things and opportunities that I've given them that they, I tested them in to see if they were going to be faithful. And they did it. And he has to look at those 20 people and think, wow, what could have been accomplished if they had been faithful? What, how could their life look differently if they had been faithful? So now that I've given you the list on the things you're supposed to tithe on, um, basically, this is just, I just typed up exactly what he was speaking to me. Any and all increase that he has blessed you with, he always gets the first 10%, and then you have 90% blessed to work with. And so the blessed life is a class that, or, or a teaching that I did with our church about four years ago, um, back in the day when we were meeting and all that, and of course, that'll be changing again, but you know what I'm saying, pre-pandemic, um, and I did the teaching by Robert Morris. I had read the book about 18 years ago, The Blessed Life. You need to get it and read it. It will wreck you and it will teach you why it's so important that tithing and offering is actually a protection to you. It, okay, you guys, okay, there's so many things I could go into here, but I don't want to make this such a long video and teaching that you get tired of hearing me and you just tune me out, okay? But the thing is, in the blessed life, this is the common statement he says through the whole thing. Pastor Robert Morris says, we can have 100% cursed or 90% blessed. He said, you can live on 100% of your money and not give and not tithe on your increase, your job, your profit, money you make, any way that God blesses you. If you do not are not willing to give on any of that, then you're 100% cursed. So now you're spending money that's 100% cursed, which means it's not going to go very far. It's not going to be as blessed. You're not going to get what you could have gotten with the money because it's not blessed. It's cursed, which means now it's almost like it's just money like a typical person who's not a believer that has to strive for it and goes through junk because they just don't serve the Lord and they don't understand. So you can have 100% curse, which means it will not last. And these are just what I wrote down what the Lord was giving me. It will not go as far as it could. We can work with 90% blessed, pressed down, shaken over, and overflowing. And he said 90% blessed will go 500 times further than 100% cursed because it's almost like you're throwing your money in a bag with holes and then you look around and you're like wow we just had to spend all this money on this one thing when it maybe god could have gotten it for to us with what for way less than that if we had been obedient and tithed first and so um it is also very important i'm just going to read through this it is also very important that you understand the order when you receive an increase of any kind you give him his 10% before you spend any other money or have the tithe set aside into another account that you hopefully won't be tempted to spend out of and you can't debit out of it. Set the money aside into another account until you're ready to give it and, and you're, in a, you're where you can give and write a check or get a money order or get a cashier's check or whatever. Sorry, sparkling water. But you... Set the money aside. So here's the thing, you guys. It's a hard issue. 
Because God knows when, when he's about ready to bless you, because now think about this, he's going to bless you with a whole bunch of increase. He knows before he blesses you, whether your heart is going to be to make excuses, what you're going to do with the money so you can't tithe. Well, I can't give up that amount. That's a lot of money. And we need it for this, this, and this. We're, we're doing this to gain this to do this. And so you skip God in the equation because you assume that because you've decided in your head you should be using the money for something else, that it's to replace something. No, it's a blessing from God. You're to tithe on it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So there's also an order to his blessing. Concerning giving, we don't give. Sorry, that was not a side towards you guys, okay? I promise, okay? For real. Um, there's also an order to blessing. Concerning giving, we don't give out of what's left over. Often people will begin spending their increase without having given their 10% to God's kingdom first. It will seem like things aren't always exactly going well. They don't go as good as they could because they seem, everything seems to be a little bit off because they have not put God first. So what happens is God, you're, you're obedient in some area, so he's blessing you. But then you're tested. He's testing you with whether you're going to take the blessing that he is showering on you and tithe on it. It could be anything, an inheritance, whatever. So whatever it is, it doesn't matter how big you think the, the 10% is, you have to give it. Or even how little. If Maybe you're like, well, my 10% is only $5. Well, you know what? God honors that $5. You give the $5. And it all means the same thing in his kingdom. It is your protection. But there is an order to it. And see, he knows if your heart's not there to do that. So basically, he's very clear. Don't give reluctantly. Don't give because, you know... Now you've been corrected or now you're like, Ugh. no, he wants you to give because you know you should. He wants you to be cheerful and happy when you do it. He wants you to be so excited to get that money out of your account. Here's the thing. I have been that excited. That's how I feel about tithing. I'm like, God, I do not want 100% cursed. I want 90% blessed. You better just get that money away from me because I don't want it. It is yours and take it away. Here it is. Take it, take it, take it. This is how you secure your boat. And so um, things seem a little off because you're not giving him your first fruit, full first fruits. So say that five times. If you're not giving him his the first fruits of what you've received, then it's going to be really hard to be blessed. And... There'll be delays. There'll be delays. There'll be, you won't understand what's going on. Uh, the flow of blessings seems to kind of be like, okay, something weird's happening here. Um, all of a sudden, there's some resist resistance or, or things aren't going how we expected. I will tell you this right now. If you have not tithed on your increase, that's why that's happening. And he's waiting for you to figure it out so that he can... Just let everything keep flowing. If the flow begins to be weird and you're just like, what's going on? It's because what he was originally going to just release to you in your test of faithfulness 
you didn't release the tithe. And so now it's not as blessed as it could have been. And so things aren't happening as easily as they could have been. I don't know if you can give it another word than that. As easily as they could have been. Okay. And as awesome as they could have been. There's going to be, it's going to be weird. It's not going to, stuff's just not going to go right. Okay. Now I'm not going to tell a ton more stories because we're already at 27 minutes and I want her to share um, her testimony. I'm going to read a couple of verses. Um, please watch the whole thing. You guys stick with me. Even if this is longer than normal, I'm telling you right now, your boat has to be secure, not just with physical, but God said tithing and offering and faithfulness to my kingdom is your protection. That secures your boat. It makes sure that you're positioning yourself for the wealth transfer to be a receiver. For, the, for you to be the one with the favor that's making it when all the people around you that don't serve God ain't making it. Because you're faithful to him, all of a sudden, you're good. You're covered. And sometimes he doesn't let you see what that'll look like. He's testing you to be faithful first. And so... Um, I'm going to have her, I'm going to roll over and have her, she's going to share her testimony of tithing because I feel you need to hear it from someone besides me all the time. Okay. Okay. Just roll on over. We're, we're going to make this happen. You guys. <laughs> Alrighty. Okay. So probably about five or six years ago, I was not at the church yet. And, um, my husband and I at the time were attending a different church and they had done a four week sermon on tithing. And so at the end of the four weeks, he was like, Hey, I think we need to do this. And I was like, are you sure? And he was like, yeah. And it wasn't a small amount. I think if I remember correctly, it was like $250 or something that we needed to tithe. And I was that person that was like, oh, we can't tithe that type of money because we have gas and we have food and we have stuff that we need to do. And my tithe is $60, but I have to put gas in my car. Like, where is this money going to come from? I was that person. And so he was like, hey, we need to do this. And so I was like, okay, like, you know, obey your husband. Okay, cool. Fine. We'll, we'll do it. Um, the next day, I checked my bank account and I had accidentally paid the um, balance on my credit card. So I think my credit card is like $400. So I paid the whole $400 on my credit card on accident. And I had bills coming out. And so I was like, oh my gosh. And I remember, I will admit it, I was like, God, I paid you your money. Like, why did this happen? I remember saying that. And I was like, oh my gosh. And so I was able to transfer most of my bills over to the credit card so that they can get paid. And there was one bill I could not transfer. And I was like 30 or $40 short of having that bill covered in my account. And at the time I was doing massage and where I was doing massage therapy at didn't get a lot of tips. It just, it was a medical plaza. And so people just don't usually tip for medical massage. And uh, that day... I had enough massages and enough tips came in that I was able to take the tips straight to the bank right when I got off work and deposit cash into my account so that the bill was covered. And I remember sitting there and being like, okay, God, that was you. <laughs> I was the silly one who didn't pay the right amount. Thank you so much. And I can probably say with full confidence that had 
we not just tithed, that situation would have been completely different because my life up to that time is full of stories of that bill probably would have overdrawn our account and then we would have had an overdraft fee on top of having to cover the bill. You know, all of that, you know, it just snowballs and before you know it, you owe like so much money to the bank and you're just stuck in a, in a revolving door. And so ever since that moment, that was seriously the next day after we tithed that money and stepped out. And since then, I tithe everything. I don't care if it's $10, if it's 50 cents, I tithe it. Um, I now am a single mom and I receive food stamps and I make sure to tithe my food stamps in any way I possibly can. If it comes in and it's like that, I tithe it. Um, the other story real quick is that I was in an accident and I had a brand new vehicle. Um, it had like 9,000 miles on it, totaled the vehicle and God took care of the whole thing. I was just under the mileage. Everything was covered. I it, it totaled it. It paid all of the awful debt I had because it was a terrible decision. Covered all of the debt. And um, I think I got like $10,000 in a settlement or something. And so I made sure to tithe off of that because he covered that for me. And so even now I teach my kids. They get like a $5 weekly allowance. But they the other day my son was like, it's 50 cents, right? I got to tithe. I got to tithe. And my daughter keeps hers in her little envelope. And she's like, okay, it's ready to go to church. And they, they keep theirs in their envelope until it's time, until they feel it's time to take it in. But they have different envelopes in order to do that. So I just, I don't even mess with it <laughs> anymore. Amen. Well, you guys, I felt like, you know, you needed to hear it. So let me just add this, and I know it's long. Sorry, not sorry. <clears throat> not ever sorry. Just kidding. Um, I'm sorry for myself if I'm being bad, but I'm not sorry for being long. Okay, here's the thing. Um, this is your protection. And so you need to know, I'm not, asking, I'm not asking for your money. I'm telling you, if you have a church that you're faithful to and you're in their local body, you should be tithing 10%. And offering means you're giving above. That means every now and then you try to have more faith and you throw in an extra $25 for the, for the missionaries that you have sent overseas or an extra $25 to a family at Christmas, maybe of someone who has nothing. And, we, and you want to get gifts for their kids and you want to pitch in so the church can supply Christmas for some children that are way less fortunate than you. So there's ways to do the offering. Now, I'm going to give you a quick example. If you feel like you need an example, I feel like I should give an example. I feel like you need one. So, um, let's say, if, for instance, let me give you a for instance on what, what do I mean by the profit on anything. So, let's say you sell a car. You own it. You make $5,000. In your mind, you're probably thinking, well, the money I get from this is to get me another car. Okay. So you think the money is, is, you don't really see it as an increase because you need to use it to get another car. But see, God sees it as an increase and you need to tithe $500 on that <clears throat> and you need to tithe on it. So let's say you have um, a car that you owe money on. Let's say you owe $3,000, but you are able to sell it for 12. So you pay the car off, whatever the difference is, that's your profit. You tithe on the profit. 
And it's the same concept for selling a home. You're gonna have realtor fees, you're gonna have closing fees, you're gonna have all this stuff. You own the home and you owe 200,000. You sell it for 450. After all your fees, you get a certain amount back. That's your profit. You tied on that. And you're probably thinking, man, that's a lot of money. What if I, what if I made $180,000? Well, then you're gonna tie $18,000. And you're gonna do it with joy. And you're gonna say, it's never been mine. The 10% is never mine. If you, if you have that mindset, the devil can't get in there and make you reluctant, make you question a way to not have to give it because you've decided it's for something else. God doesn't work that way. He wants you to say the first 10% is his. And you, you go into it knowing that already. So it's not even hard for you to give it because you're like, nope, I want protection. I don't just want the supplies for the boat. I don't just want the food that's gonna last. I don't wanna just have the anointing oil. I want the full-on spiritual protection. And the Lord is saying it is your protection. Um, give and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over will be put into your bosom. For with the same measure you use, it will be given back to you. So that means if you're not fully faithful in tithing and offering, then you can't expect God to be fully faithful in blessing you because you can't have it both ways. If you want him to be faithful in that, he says here, how you give it out is how you're gonna get it back. So if you're reluctant to pay your tithe because it's a large amount of money or you, want, you thought you were gonna use it for something else, you don't get to decide that. The 10% is already his. It's your protection, you guys, I'm telling you. Bring all the tithes, um, that was Luke 6.38. Um, this is Malachi 3.10. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house. My house means his kingdom. The churches, ministries, they have to be able to survive. They have to be able to keep going. So there will be food in my house. And try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessing that there will not be room enough for you to receive it. Amen. That's the life I want to live. So I'm going to get ready to close up, but I'm going to pray for you. If you've been battling with this, I'm going to pray that you will let it go and you will be faithful and you will say, God, from this moment on, whether it's to my local church, some of you see us as your church. Sorry, I'm going to be real. You should be tithing to, to the ministry. Many of you have said you're my church and some of you already are tithing and we're beyond thankful for your faithfulness, but your local church uh, wherever it is that you go and you get taught, you get fed, you're allowed to, to serve and be a part of that body, you should be tithing to that ministry, okay? And today is a new day. Here's the thing. Get your boat ready part two. To secure your boat and do the final check, you need to make sure that you have the protection of the blessing, the blessed life. And that is, if you want to be a part of receiving the wealth transfer and you want to be a part of receiving the favor that has been prophesied to those who are on fire and being serious, that you will have protection so that you can follow God and do what he's called you to do. You can't expect that protection if you're not faithful to him with everything he's given you. Amen. So let's go ahead and let's pray. Lift up your hands. We're going to pray together. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you and we honor you.
first and foremost, we say we repent. And we ask you to forgive us, Lord, for any time we have not been faithful and we have not trusted you. And we have held back your tithe or held back your offering when you've told us to release an offering above our tithe. Lord, forgive us. Help us to have a different heart. Help us to understand that it's your money and that we need to participate in your kingdom going forward. Lord, I also pray for every person that you would give them the strength and the faith to trust God with their money and that they would begin to pour out to God, to pour out to you, Lord, what is already yours and that you will bless them, pressed down, shaken up and overflowing. And I speak that and I declare it over every person. And I pray right now for every person who's already tithing faithfully and generous and giving offerings and doing all that. Lord, I just declare right now a quadruple, this is what he's telling me, a quadruple blessing over them because of their faithfulness, that their money will go farther than it's ever went, that they will see your truth come manifest in their life as they participate with the wealth transfer and the receiving of your favor. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. You guys are awesome. I hope you made it through the whole video. Part two, get your boat ready, guys. This is your protection. It ensures that you're going to be covered when all hecks continuing to break loose. Amen and amen.